Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Power Up and Game. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me as always is my main man, Taylor. Taylor, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I'm ready to get into today's show. I'm feeling great. How are you feeling going into today? We're getting ready to go into our, not to like step on your prelude here that's written down, <laughs> but we're getting ready to get into our holiday break. So we're recording a few things. Yeah, we're in our uh, busy, let's get everything done now so you can go on break and not worry about it later uh, or deal. But man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing a lot better than uh, certain studios that maybe we'll talk about. Oh, man. Taylor, are you ready for our holiday? I'm really ready. After the whole, like, the day before debacle that we did <laughs> yeah. our, you know, like, we did that short episode about it. And we basically were like, yeah, this is an unmitigated disaster. And it just, it seems like we're going to learn more. And boy, did we learn more over <laughs> next week. The developer, we. we talked about it, shut down. And they decided to scrub all their videos from YouTube and all that. I don't even really know what the motive was behind it because, you know... It's not like once you delete it from your YouTube channel, it's gone forever. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was really strange. Like, there's no way you're going to scrub anything you have off the internet, especially since people have gotten their hands on the game. And uh, yeah, it makes for pre uh, premium content for a lot of people. So, yeah, see, that's the thing. It's one of those things that's like make chicken out of chicken shit. Kind of thing, like where the game's absolutely horrible, but it is good to see like people are making actually really good content out of it and having I don't want to say fun because they're not having fun with the game, but they're having fun kind of ripping into the game that deserves to be ripped into. Skill Up has an excellent breakdown, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it or. Any of our listeners have seen it, but Skill Up has a excellent breakdown of the whole day before thing. And yeah, he goes into it. I think it's like a 40-minute video. So if you go to watch it, get some popcorn, sit down, and be ready to just sit in disbelief. So I say all this about the day before to pretty much go like, yeah, man, after that crazy story and that disaster of a game, I'm ready to kind of like close out our year with some fun topics and then just kind of taking a break from this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get right into our main topic of the day. We are talking about our most anticipated and least anticipated games of 2024. Oh, my goodness, Taylor. Uh, 2023 was stacked this year, man. 2023 was stacked with games. Uh, it came down to the point to where there was like three, four, maybe even five game of the year contenders for a lot of people. Uh, so how are you feeling about 2023 and the amazing year we had? I'm glad you asked me this because 2023, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it was an excellent year, even with all that day before stuff and the Gollum game and the King Kong game. You really think about the it. King Kong, yeah. It's been a really roller coaster of a ride in the past 365 days. And I'm not saying it's going to be like a lull in 2024 
or like all these games are going to be bad. I'm excited for a few things, but I you look on paper at like what is planned to release next year and stuff that's still up in the air that might release next year. There's a lot of question marks there. And even if all those games come out, I'm looking on paper and it's just like, man, yeah, some things might be good, but this doesn't feel as high as 2023's. That might be an unfair like expectation, though, considering how really good 2023 was. Yeah, it's going to be strange to see uh, how 2024 is going to stack up. Because, yeah, 2023 really set the bar. Uh, but we do have some new games coming out that's going to be uh, current gen only. So I think that's going to be one of the things that really sets it apart from uh, 2023. Because, that's you know, true. we had a few games that were pretty anticipated that came out on multiple consoles, including last generation. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy a lot of people felt should have been current gen only. And uh, it just released on the Switch. And <laughs> hey, this looks better than Mortal Kombat. So, you know, that, that, that's the thing. <laughs> See, that's another roller coaster, right? To where I yeah. even Mortal Kombat, I think that's a perfect example of um, everything about 2023 wrapped up in one game. Mortal Kombat, a lot of good. I think a lot of people are scratching their heads too with some things with Mortal Kombat. And then something like that Switch release, that Switch port. And it's uh, it's something. It certainly is. Yeah. But uh, let's, uh, let's get right into our most anticipated games of the year. Taylor, uh, you want to go ahead and go first with your first one? Or do you want to go ahead and do like a small list? How do you want to do this? I think we should just take turns here on what we're excited for. Our most anticipated and least anticipated. Um, okay. I'm going to start with the least anticipated because it's the first thing on our list here. One of my least anticipated games of 2024 is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is set to come oh. out on February 2nd. Now, the reason I am not excited for this, uh, I have, and I wasn't excited before I read the potential leaks about it. I'm not going to get into what the leaks are. Don't worry, no story spoilers here. It's just that. For me, I read those and I went, man, I hope those aren't true because they sound, for me personally, really terrible. Like, I know I don't have the context of playing it or seeing the cutscenes. Just on paper, it sounds like a horrible idea. But that's just for me. And even without the leaks, everything that I've seen from the game, the gameplay where they're going really with the game period, it being a live service, it doesn't, nothing really fits. So it's just, it's one of those things that I have a feeling and I hope I'm wrong. I hope in a few months this ages so poorly and I sound like a moron, which happens a lot to be fair, but (laughs) I hope I sound like a moron about this i just can't help but feel that this game is going to be a total disaster and i just don't want to hear about it to be honest because of how much i love these characters okay well you're gonna hear a little bit about it because i actually uh (laughs) i'm gonna start off my list by agreeing with you i too put suicide squad killer just league as my least anticipated uh because like you i'm down for rocksteady doing anything dc related uh i'm i was super excited about them 
uh, doing a Suicide Squad game because they can make some funny stuff. And Suicide Squad is not a team that you can take seriously a whole lot. Uh, but when we saw the gameplay, we were both kind of like, okay, so it's it's going to be four-player co-op. That's fine. And then we found out that everybody's going to use a gun. Everybody's going to use pretty much the same loadout and equipment with some movement being different between characters. And then you and I were like, that doesn't sound like unique gameplay. It just sounds like you took four characters and the same thing with them. And then we saw the full-fledged gameplay between all four characters. And yeah, it looked real samey. It's like, oh, so it's exactly what we feared. The traversal was different. I think we both agreed on yeah. that. Like the traversal seems yeah, yeah. unique. That's about it. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. The move, the movement was about the only thing. Like each character had unique movements. Uh, I still love King Shark swimming in the air. I don't know why, but that <laughs> 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 that that just tickles me. I like it. I love it. Shout out to Samoa Joe, by the way, voicing King Shark. Oh snaps! Uh, which is kind of funny because when it came to uh, what what was it? Gotham Knights. Uh, I laughed at the movements that they had. The movements they had for those characters. Especially with, I think it was Red Hood who had like the magical leaping powers or some crap oh, like that. Yeah, yeah that that's yeah, kind of yeah. strong. Right there's yeah. a Red Hood fan. <laughs> yeah, that was that was I I couldn't take that one seriously, but for some reason King Shark, I was like I accept that I accept King Shark <laughs> swimming in the air. I don't know why, but I love it. It's stupid, and I love it. You know what's so funny? You talked about Gotham Knights. And I think they've already confirmed it. Please correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think Rocksteady said that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is in the same universe as Arkham. Yeah, it, it takes, uh, I think, a few years after uh, Asylum. I mean, yeah, after the Arkham uh, series. Arkham Knight, yeah. Um, so, what's so hilarious to me is that you had Gotham Knights that, while I think people have a problem generally with Gotham Knights and not to get into the issues with that game. But you look at what the two stories are. Gotham Knights fits more in with the ending of Arkham Knight than yeah. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. You really think Gotham Knights should have been the follow-up to Arkham Knight. <laughs> and it yeah. boggles my mind that somehow, no, it's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And I, I hate to just bring it up, and this isn't the time of the year where people want to hear all this horrible and just bring up the, the tragedy negativity. Here. But this is yeah. where this is probably going to, I believe this is Kevin Conroy's final appearance. His final Batman. Batman role. Yeah. And that's just, it sucks, man. Not as oh man the Cape Crusader, not as the world's greatest detective, but as a Brainiac controlled Batman. It's just, it's a bummer. Yeah, it makes you wish that the ending of the uh, Arkham Trilogy was his last go because, man, that's enough was perfect. Um, but yeah, actually, have you played uh, Gotham Knights yet? I have. I wasn't really in love with it. I just found it sadly generic. Yeah, it was kind of boring. Like at first, it was like, okay, do some cool ideas, but they don't really do anything with them. And I was like, this is kind of dull. Especially the combat. I think that's what rest, I think that's what ruined it for me. That combat was awful. I don't want to say it's awful. It's just generic. I think that's just the perfect word for it. And maybe with like if you're just playing at co-op, it was more fun. And maybe that's what, just to bring this all back around so we don't get on a tangent because we're trying not to do that today. 
maybe that's what Suicide Squad Killer Justice League could be. Yeah. But there's a reason it's on both of our least anticipated lists. Yeah, the Battle Pass. And I will admit some of the modes that were uh, teased in that leak, if they are to be true, makes me actually go, okay, why do you guys talk about this? Or, yeah, you, it's December. Shouldn't you guys be talking about these kind of things now so that you can build up that hype? But with that said, uh, yeah, it's my least anticipated game. Uh, for some reason, I'm just so weary. And I think it's because it is a live service game. It's a $70 game that's asking you to also deal with battle passes and future promises of content and new characters. And you and I talked about it before, how the whole idea with Suicide Squad was they're going to die. And instead, it's like, yeah, you get four characters off the bat. It's like, well, where's the other members? Like, who else do we get? Like, like where's the whole suicide part of Suicide Squad? And it was just... I don't know. I think for you and me, it just rubbed us the wrong way from the get-go. And I think it's that, plus for me, I'm just so sick of the Justice League being... Like, I'm tired of this Injustice stuff. Even though I love the Injustice franchise, it felt like DC really leaned into it way too much. Like, hey, let's have evil characters everywhere. And it's like, okay, well, this is... You're kind of harming your fucking superheroes here. Yeah, for the past like 10, 15 years, DC has been hard in The Flash, Batman, and the whole uh, uh, DC apocalypse thing. Like, they love doing the apocalypse moves and in, in, in the storyline. I'm just like, how many apocalypse movies do you guys need? I think the animated series had like three of them or something. I'm not really sure. Like, in the past 10 years or something. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, those are the three storylines they love to use for... I guess because it's I, I guess it's something that uh, DC fans like really know and latch on to. But I guess for my next pick, I could do another least anticipated. But let's go positive here. Let's talk about a most anticipated. My most anticipated game of 2024 is the college football game from EA. If it happens, if it happens, see both of us say that because there's yeah. just. It feels like it's a guarantee, but at the same time, this is one of those things where we haven't had a college football game in about, I think it's going to be 10 years. Oh <laughs> Maybe God. over 10 Has years. Has it been that long? It's been a long oh time. God. So we're expecting the rug to get pulled out from under us just because it's yeah. been so long. But man, if this game does come out in 2024, I'm going to be pumped for it. I have huge problems with EA making their sports games. I feel like they have gotten (laughs) incredibly, I hate using the word, but it's the only word I could use to describe it. I think they've gotten incredibly lazy with their sports games, especially Madden. But I think with the college football game, at least the first iteration of it, they're going to come out of the gate swinging with as much as they can to get people invested into the franchise so i have a feeling this first game is going to be really good and plus it's just going to be really fun to finally play a college football game again generations later (laughs) because the last one came out on 360 yeah 2013 was last year uh NCAA football 14 was the over uh, 10 years yeah 
And the thing is, uh, there was even mock-ups for NFL, I mean, for NCAA Football 21. That's how long people have been waiting for this. Like, it was announced that long ago to where people thought we were going to get NCAA Football 21. That's that's kind of sad. You got anything <laughs> bad here? Uh, I I have not been watching uh, NCAA lately. I've been really knee-deep in the NFL uh, stuff. Um, but yeah, if they do an NCAA, I don't know, Taylor, maybe you and I can uh, do the Madden thing and risk it and check out and see just how in-depth they get things. Yeah, hopefully it is really in-depth and hopefully if it's really good, maybe Madden can steal a few things from the college game. Even before NCAA <laughs> uh, got shelled due to legal problems, uh, NCAA was all was was still a better franchise than Madden, according to a lot of yes. football fans. Yes, I yeah, agree with that one hundred percent. Because I'm I'm more of an NFL fan myself. Over yeah. the past few years, I've actually been leaning more towards college football. Uh, yeah, but even so, like ever since I was a kid, the college football game has been better. Like I can't deny that. Yeah, I think even my brothers would rather play easy because they love college and, and pro football. And I'm pretty sure both of my little brothers have been like, yeah, no, nah, give me NCAA over Madden any day. So what's your next one? Well, for me, it should be no surprise for those who have heard our podcast before, but my anticipated, most anticipated game for 2024, and I hope it actually comes out this year, it's already been pushed back like two times, The Wolf Among Us 2. I have been waiting a long time. Taylor, like you in NCAA, I have been waiting years for a Wolf Among Us 2. Taylor, did you play the first Wolf Among Us? I did not. Oh, man. It was, it's, it's my favorite Telltale's game. And I love Walking Dead Seasons 1 and 2. But uh, yeah, Wolf Among Us was honestly my favorite game from Telltale's. Well, I would say second favorite because I did like the Sam and Max stuff. Uh, because I I did not know... Uh, the Wolf Among Us was based off of a comic book. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's based off of a graphic novel. And I was a Sam and Max fan growing up as a kid. I loved their cartoons. So when the game came out, yeah, it instantly took uh, it, it instantly took my heart. But yeah, for uh, Wolf Among Us, it's based off of the uh, Fable comic book series. But I'm still holding out hope that Telltale's release a cool game. It's a sequel to one of my favorite games from them. And Taylor, can you guess when this game was first announced? I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say 2019. You are correct. It was actually announced at the Game Awards 2019. Yeah, it felt like a pre-Panini announcement there. <laughs> See, and it, and it, is, it was the one thing that got me really hyped that year because I was like, oh my goodness, finally we get Wolf Among Us 2. And it just got pushed back like two times and now hopefully fingers crossed it gets a release in 2024 there's no release date they don't have a window uh so i'm hoping for it i'm waiting for it i'm still i'm still excited for it yeah i can't say too much about this franchise i believe it got a really good reception so yeah oh, i yeah, completely amazing. yeah i completely get why the sequel that has been years in the making would be highly anticipated. Well, let's go back to the least anticipated. For me... You sound I'm, so excited for that one. <laughs> I kind of am. 
Because unlike Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, I finally just, I want this game to come out so we're done with it. My next most <laughs> least anticipated game, Skull and Bones. Releasing oh, man. supposedly on February 16th. I have nothing else to say about it. I just want the game to release so we can move on. I don't predict this is going to be a good game. Maybe I'm surprised. Maybe it ends up being pretty fun. But man, I just I want it to be over with. Whether it be good, whether it be fun, whether it be another disaster of a game, I just want it to be over. Man, so you sound like 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 you had stocks in this. Like, man, just get this over with so I can get my money and leave. <laughs> I do not have stocks in this, thankfully. Thankfully, I put no money in Skull and Bones. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what, Taylor, man? I think we're in sync here because, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Skull and Bones is my least anticipated. And the only reason I remember it coming out in, uh, in 2024 was because there was recently a opened... It, it, it says it's a closed beta this weekend, but it was open because uh, they did they did some things where they gave everybody a key to try to game out for their closed beta. And yeah, man, it looks fine. I mean, I, I guess a lot of people were like, oh, man, it's disappointing. There's no melee combat. It's just ships versus ships. It's a uh, force PVP. And I was like, oh, that's that's not going to be a very fun and uh, a lot of people just, they weren't impressed with it. But there were a lot of people who made their own fun. And I guess it's one of those games where you have to make your own fun. So you can prepare for Skull and Bones to be a game that streamers are going to love to uh, stream. Just like just like the, uh, uh, what, was the what was the, Sea of Thieves. Don't you compare like Sea of Skull Th- and Bones and Sea of well, Thieves. I'm sorry, bro, but I'm just, I'm just, hey, man, I'm just saying, I'm just saying what I see from others. Other people are saying like, oh, yeah. If you do this and that, it can be fun. It's like, okay, you have to make your own fun. Uh, but see, but see if these did actually allow you to get off the ship, swimming around, hunt, uh, hunt other players, uh, do bounties, bury up treasures and all, dig up treasures, and all that kind of stuff. So at least see if thieves actually allowed you to diversify the gameplay and do something here with skull and bones. It just seems like. Hey, you remember that part in Black Flag that you all love where you just shot down other ships? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, this whole thing is just that. It's like, oh, okay, this is not fun at all uh, for me. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I can't wait for Skull and Bones to come out and be done with it just so people can shut up about Skull and Bones never being made and never actually coming out and being vaporware. Like it, hate it, whatever. At least they'll be over, hopefully, on February 16th. <laughs> so your second least anticipated would be Skull and Bones. That's your pick. That's my pick. Yeah. All right. So guess I'm gonna go back to most anticipated. I guess we're kind of. I guess that's the theme we're going with here today. We'll give you a little bit of bad and a whole lot of good. Yeah, I think that's a way to go. You know, I'm cannot believe I'm saying this, but I'm looking at what's to come next year. And on paper, like I said, there's probably going to be some surprises. I'm sure there's some things that are going to come out that we're going to be really excited about. And there's going to be something that's going to be like, okay, that's game of the year. But the one thing that's sticking out to me that has the chance to really steal the show 
to really prove the naysayers wrong is Star Wars Outlaws for Ubisoft. Michael, for years, Ubisoft has kind of taken it on the shins, and deservingly so. On this very podcast, both you and I have took some swings at Ubisoft shins. But this is their chance, Michael. This is their year. Because you are looking on paper and you're like, man, Star Wars Outlaws, if it is what they're promising, what they're showing to the people, it might be able to potentially be in there, maybe get nominated for Game of the Year. I wouldn't go that far. Just saying. I'm not saying it will be. I've been actually a critic of this game. But you can't sit here, Michael, and look at what we have coming up in 2024 and tell me it's not primed for Outlaws to steal the show. I would say no. Some of the stuff that's coming out in 2024, I would say that Outlaws, it will get recognition. Okay, I'm not going to say it's going to be terrible. It's going to get recognition. Uh, But tell me, how is that Avatar game going? Fair point. Look, I'm not defending Ubisoft in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. Again, no, I'm I'm, I said I'm, everything we said, like we have taken some shots at him. I'm saying yeah, yeah. this is coming from Massive. I like Massive. He does some great stuff. Yeah, they do some, yes. they do some pretty cool stuff. This is the Division developer here. I like the Division. And, you know, I love Star Wars. I haven't really loved everything that they've shown about Star Wars Outlaw so far. But, man... I think it has the potential, and this is a good freaking year to release this game. That's all I'm saying. It has promise. I'll admit that. Yeah, it has some pretty cool promises. But, you know, my problem is it is Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. They make some cool stuff, but it's still Ubisoft who makes some pretty cool uh, trailers and promo and stuff. But then when the actual game comes out, yeah, how much of this is going to be Far Cry again? You're not wrong. Anything you're saying right, you are 100% right. But (laughs) I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not trying to down it or be like, no, you shouldn't have this anticipated. If For anybody who's excited for it, look, the trailer looked cool. And it was supposedly gameplay. But, you know, it's just Ubisoft has burned bridges with me far too many times to where they actually show the game being played. And then when the actual game comes out, well, it's far worse than Spider-Man's Puddlegate. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay, what's worse? Real quick. What was a worse bullshot trailer to you? Because both of these, I'm about to say, were really bad. Watch Dogs okay. 1 or The Division 1? Ooh, I was, I was going to straight up just say Watch Dogs 1. Oh, man. I'm going to say Watch Dogs 1. Because yeah. Watch Dogs 2 is a really good game. Watch Dogs 1 was so disappointing. And The Division, at least, I spent hours on that game. And I had a really fun time with it. Even with its flaws. Yeah, it's funny because I did not care for The Division. But I loved Watch Dogs 1. So you're not I was like, <laughs> But both games yeah. at the same time. What they were showing in the trailers compared to what we got in the game felt oh goodness, like vastly different. Yeah, felt like not the same thing. So yeah, talk about beating switch. You're not getting you're not getting a wrong answer, whatever you say here. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I guess watch. I guess for me, it'd be Watch Dogs one because I was super excited for that game, and then when I saw it, I was like, I got duped. <laughs> this this isn't the game I was promised. I got hoodwinked. At the same time, it led was. astray. I've been boozled. There you go. That was the other one. I was trying me. to pull the Stephen A. Smith impersonation. <laughs> Today, I am not having a good day. <laughs> oh man. Okay, but for me, for uh. A game that I'm excited for. And again, um, yeah, Star Wars Outlaws, it has promise. It looks cool. But yeah, like I said, man, Ubisoft has just burned the bridge with me too many times. When I see the launch trailer for it, that's when I'll get like, oh, okay, that's how it's actually going to look. That's how it's actually going to play. Okay, I'm in. Uh, but for now, I'm going to be stay. I'm, I'm going to be weary for anything Ubisoft puts out because they put out some good looking games, but then they, uh, then they under deliver. My uh, next least anticipated game of 2024 is Foam Stars, the Square Enix PlayStation exclusive wannabe inkling. Why does that sound really familiar? Well, because it was a game that uh, had a open beta a couple of months ago, and it's just this super super bright foamy uh, I, it's, it's kind of it's a party game to where you and two other players it's a multiplayer only game uh where t- you and two other players go against a team of three and everybody uses different forms of bubbles and foam to uh to take out the other team and i know i'm making it sound boring but if you play the beta yeah it, it's kind of boring uh the character designs are cool i'll give them that like Foamstar has some really cool uh, character designs that make me interested in learning more about it and wanting to play it. But after playing the actual game, yeah, man, it's all just bright colors to where crap just starts to blend into the background and you don't know what's going on. And it's just a cluster of bright neon colors and no real flow to the game. Uh, But yeah, it was this. PlayStation exclusive game. Uh, it's come to the PS4 and PS5. Uh, it comes out next year. It comes out in 2024. I don't think it has an actual date on it. Actually, let me before I say that, let me actually uh, make sure. Yeah, it has no actual date. It's just 2024. But for some reason, it's a PlayStation exclusive. And if you take a look at some of the beta gameplay, you're like, oh, I really play Splatoon because at least Splatoon, it has a flow to it and Everything around it looks like it belongs there. So, hold on, hold on. Is this most anticipated or least anticipated? Least. No, this is my least anticipated. Oh, okay, okay. Because you were talking about it, like, both ways there, to where you were kind of excited and also not excited at the same time because you are criticizing it. Yeah. Lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I'm not, like, like, like with the other games, I'm not trying to down it to where I'm like, this is going to suck. It's just more mm-hmm. of... Yeah, it like I can see people getting excited for this, but for me myself, it's least anticipated because it's it looks like a mess of a game to play. And I played the beta, so it's the only reason it's on my list because I've actually got a chance to play it and see for myself how the game looks and feel, and I'm just not impressed with it. That's fair. I saw some gameplay for it because it sounded really familiar, so I just quickly looked it up while you're talking about it. It yeah. looks interesting. And that sounds 
I, I say that complimentary <laughs> and kind of yeah. kind of not so complimentary at the same time. It it looks like it has flaws, but somehow like if it was a free to play game, which I believe it is, unless I just read that wrong. Um, uh, if it's if it is a free to play game, I think that's a good call. If it's not a free to play game, I'm not sure how successful it's going to be, unless it's on their PlayStation Plus platform. Yeah, it's, it's going to be free to play. Uh, for PlayStation players, and okay. the thing is, you don't even need a PlayStation Plus subscription. So there's that. So it has a shot. If it's got a fun gameplay yeah. loop and to fix some of the things you were talking about, it has a shot to actually be pretty successful. Yeah, but the problem is Square Enix has a bad track record with their free games. Yeah, uh, if it doesn't, if it doesn't do gangbusters right away, they're quick to shut it down. You remember that Chibi, uh, not not Chibi, but um, uh, that Chocobo racing game? Not really. Yeah, which I feel like is your point. <laughs> yeah, that, and yeah, and that's exactly my point. There was a Chocobo racing game earlier this year, and it got shut down so fast. And I think the only thing that got shut down faster than the Chocobo game was uh, that Babylon Falls game. Oh, man. Our... God, that was... Yeah. That was yeah. something. That wasn't up there with the worst of 2023 with, you know, the Gollum game, <laughs> King Kong, and yeah before. Yeah. But it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. So, uh, yeah, Square Enix does not do well when it comes to their free games or their games as a service games. Uh, they just have a bad track record with it. So for those who are interested in Foam Stars, hey, just be warned, all right? Square Enix has a bad history with that. So take it as you will. But that's why it's my least uh, anticipated. Uh, So let's wrap up our show here. We have a shorter-ish episode today because we got to record some other episodes as well. Um, let's Let's close up shop with a lightning round here uh some of our most and least anticipated games that we got anymore all right so prince of persia the lost crown and Sinu and sinua's saga hellblade 2 are my most anticipated games of 2024 i've been waiting forever for Sinua's saga hellblade 2 to see some gameplay we finally found some i'm excited for that i'm also excited for prince of persia to finally come back and yes it's not the real prince uh, instead it's like a friend slash bodyguard but i'm completely down for a new prince of persia uh adventure as for least anticipated, hey, uh, don't don't get on me for this, buddy. But Star Wars Outlaws and Destiny Two: The Final Shape are my least anticipated of twenty. Least anticipated. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm sorry. You closing up? No, I like it. I like it. You're closing <laughs> up with some hot takes, which aren't really hot takes, but they're a little spicy here for this podcast. For the podcast, yeah, because I know you're a fan of Destiny, uh, even though you haven't been a big fan of the kind of things that's been going on with Destiny 2 close to the end. And I know you said Star Wars was your uh, anticipated game. But for me, um, from the way things were going with the last Destiny game, well, what was it? Uh, something light. I forgot what it was called. Lightfall. But I know a whole lot of players didn't. Lightfall. Thank you. Yes. And I know a lot, a lot of players wasn't happy with that and how I went about Nope. Uh, I know a lot of players are not happy with uh, the way they've been changing up the PvP elements. And when it comes down to Star Wars Outlaws, again, like I said earlier, it's Ubisoft. Uh, I know I just said Prince of Persia was a game I was anticipated, but 
I've been burned too many times by Ubisoft. Uh, I have more faith in the Prince of Persia game than I do for Star Wars Outlaws. But that does not mean I'm, I'm writing off uh, Outlaws. I'm interested and I just want to see a little more about it. Uh, when it has like coming out this date, 2024, I think I will have a better idea of whether I'm excited for this game or if it's just going to be another Star Wars game that I let pass me like I did. Uh, what was the last one that came out? Jedi Survivor? Jedi Survivor, yeah. I let that one pass me by because I did not care for the first one. Uh, so, yeah, Outlaws and Destiny 2, uh, The Final Shape, are my least anticipated. All right, so mine's a little longer here just because I want to make sure we talk about all the games I also have listed in our outline. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. I saw this on, like, just looking up the upcoming games. Yeah, I'm not saying this is something that I'm going to buy or even play. I just found it interesting enough to put it on my anticipated list. Uh, it looks pretty fun. <laughs> okay. It looks like an old school, like, Mario game, which is kind of cool. Destiny 2, The Final Shape, is both of my most anticipated and least anticipated. I agree with you oh, with wow. everything you said. Because I really have not liked where Destiny 2 has went in the past few months. I'm really questioning Bungie here. I don't know if it's due to the PlayStation partnership or not. Um, I'm just recklessly speculating there. But at the same time, I want to know how the Destiny 2 story ends. I want to know how it's going to end. What the future of Destiny is going to be. Like it's There's a lot up in there that I'm very curious about. So that's why it also lands in my most anticipated Arc 2, Avowed, Killing Floor 3, Hades 2, and Lightyear Frontier are also most anticipated for me. They don't have specific release dates. Might be coming out in 2024. I don't know. Avowed especially is something I'm very excited for. Obsidian pretty much getting to make a Elder Scrolls-esque game. Sounds really cool on paper. We'll see what the final product's going to be. Uh, and Lightyear Frontier is one of those, like, building kind of farming simulator kind of games that I really like the art style for. I'm curious to see how that really ends up. Uh, since I believe it was on the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be on Game Pass. So I'll end up playing it. Whether or not I like it is a whole different thing. (laughs) Okay. And the last... Uh, most anticipated, I'll say, is Stalker 2. If Stalker 2 comes out in 2024, there's a lot around the development of this game, and you don't know about it. Look it up. It's it's absolutely insane. But if this game does come out in 2024, I'm going to be eagerly waiting to see how this game ended up, and I'm going to probably play it, because I really love the trailers that we've gotten so far about it. But that's about it for me. Uh, anything else to add before we get out of here? Uh, no. All I need to know is, Taylor, what are you working on and where can people find you? I'm not working on a whole lot other than these podcasts here. Going to be working on Power Up and Game for quite a while because I'm going to try to get all these episodes edited and ready to go so I can go on holiday break. Uh, but yeah, I'm just working on these podcasts. As for where you can find me, you can find me in our Discord, the link for which is in the description of this episode. Tell us what your most and least anticipated games are. We'd love to hear from you. 
Absolutely. As for me, I'm working on a couple of videos, but you can see all that on my YouTube or my TikTok. But if you want to see more of what I got going on, you can follow me on Discord or you can follow me on Twitch at FoxDaddy. That's F-Z-R-X-D-A-D-D-Y. Or you can even find me on X, a.k.a. Twitter at M underscore M-O-S-L-E-Y underscore J-R. All right, so Taylor and I will be back with a new episode later, and I think it'll be just as short as this one, if not, uh, maybe maybe even a tad longer. Who knows? Knowing us, we say let's do twenty minutes. We're here for twenty hours. <laughs> That's not exactly true. It's more <laughs> more like, hey, yeah, we'll be out of here in about forty five minutes, and then it's a two hour episode. But uh. Yeah, yeah, the plan is is to have a two-parter over the next two weeks, and we should be able to enjoy a short holiday break, and then we'll be back in a few weeks with a more relevant episode talking about gaming news again. But yeah, um, so we are going to have some content over the next few weeks, and we do want to say, because this is going to be the last episode before Christmas, we want to wish everybody... Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is. Hope you have a great time. Uh, We will be back next week with a brand new episode.